Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. That's right, we're here to do it again another day. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. That's a quote by our buddy Albert Einstein. I love how you call him our buddy. He's our buddy now, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, no, I mean, who are our other buddies? Oh, we got a lot of buddies. We got Robert Kiyosaki. He's That's a buddy. my dude. That's I got my dude. Dave Ramsey. He's another buddy. Yeah. Tim and Julie Harris. Tim and Julie Harris. They're my other buddies. Yep. Jeff Blunt. He, they're my other buddies. We got a lot of friends. Got that a lot have of buddies. Never met us. They're my mastermind team. Really. Mastermind team. Ooh. They don't ooh, know I exist. Ooh. A little pitch to one of our future episodes. And we're gonna be doing one on mastermind teams, right? Yeah, guys. Really, that's gonna be a cool one. Uh, definitely. Tune in when that one comes out. We're going to talk about... Never mind. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. You're going to love it. Yeah. So anyways, Albert Einstein is part of our mastermind team, right? And he has that nice little quote. And basically what he's saying is you need an outside perspective to help you solve the inside perspective problems that you have because you're creating them. You can only see them from one perspective. You need help uh, from people who have been in business that have created what we call an OPR business right? Other people's resources. We want to take you from the self-employed level to a OPR business to where you're maximizing the efforts of the people who work for you to create a business that's sustained for the long term, right? And that's where our entrepreneur and money coaching club, what we call the E equals MC square. um, That's where we help you reach the next level. We want you to be a better investor. We want you to be a better business owner because the future of tomorrow, the money that you're earning today reinvested properly to build a true business is going to buy you that time tomorrow. And that's why you're listening to us today because you want to step it up to the next level. That's what that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I do to help people is I help solve their problems. I help look at it from a different perspective because I put in the time. I have the experience. James and I have built multiple businesses. We've had some that crashed and burned when we were first rookies to ones that are really successful now and are growing at a rapid pace because we want to build the system to take advantage of the resources that other people have to offer. We don't want to be the smartest guys on the team. For sure. Definitely not. No, we want to hire and bring about the skills from these more educated people, these people who have great talents and put them to work in a, in a specific direction. And that's what we want to bring to you with the Money Coaching Club. So make sure you go to our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And go to our contact us and send us an email. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit about your business. And and what you are hoping to achieve by contacting us for the Money Coaching Club. And then we'll uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. So we're going to continue with our podcast from last time, which was on the business entities. But now we get to get into the nitty gritty. Business entities, part due. Part due. We get to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to talk about C-Corps. We're going to talk about S-Corps. And then we're going to kind of give you a little example of how we came about experiencing each type of entity because unlike other coaches that might be out there we actually done it right we we've gone through the incorporating process for each one of the entities that we've discussed in the past we've been there done that we know which ones work best for which types of entities and you know again it's an outside look so so super go. super super quick just like 
it's going to take just a minute. I just want to go over the entities that we've already talked about. No, okay? that's a good idea. The first one, sole proprietorship, right? You are your business. You are your DBA, which is doing business as. They, the two are uh, interrelated and cannot be separated from each other. They are the one and the same. They're one and the you same. in your reflection in the mirror. All right. Two is partnerships. We have general partnerships and limited partnerships. Your general partnership is two people that are doing the exact same thing, both very active participants in the company. A limited partnership is someone who just gives you some cash and is kind of like a silent partner, and that's the most that they have at risk is whatever they whatever capital they invested. Right. And for the most part, this is where most people end up staying, right? This is where the Entrepreneur Money Coaching Club comes into play. We don't want you to be stuck in those two. And if you are in those two, we might advise you to stay there for a little bit longer, but we're going to help you protect yourself to make sure that you're properly covered in case something happens, right? It's not It's not that those entities are bad entities. It's just when you look at them, you need to make sure that your business is operating in a way that is protecting you and your loved ones from any type of risk, right? So we want to make sure you're, per, you're, you're absolutely covered in every aspect so we can continue to going forward and focus on that thing that's the most important, which is profit, right? Without profit in your business, you're never going to go anywhere. So if we can focus on increasing your bottom line, but doing it with an end goal of building your business where it's a true OPR business, that's where the Money Coaching Club has value. That's why you want to contact us as soon as possible. That's why you want to go to our website, csfirst.com, contact us as soon as possible so we can get you going on that. All right. All right. The third entity that we talked about was the LLC, which is your limited liability company. Right. And that's one of those entities that's very popular and it's popular because of the flexibility that it brings in, right? You can get taxed as a disregarded entity. So where it goes through to your schedule C, so you're being taxed just like you were self-employed or as a partnership, or you can even opt to get taxed as a C corp or an S corp. And that's kind of where we, where we and ended that off. is where we left off. So today we're going to talk about what a C corp is and what an S corp is. And then we'll get into some uh, examples of the different companies that we've owned, operated, run, been involved with that are these different entities. So let's start off with the C-Corp. I mean, let's let's be honest. I've never heard other people be as excited about a C-Corporation or an S-Corporation or a sole proprietorship as we are. I know. Like, there's, I mean, there's some energy. Of weird energy, right? There's good energy today. That's I, what I don't is. know what it is. Like, And these are not the most exciting topics, but you know why they're interesting to you? Because you know you need to make a change. So That's right. One foot in front of the other. Go step forward and let's make this change together. Love to be part of your team. So here we go. C-Corps. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the... C corporation, which is your typical standard corporation. So in order to get um, C corp approved, you have to file paperwork with your particular state. So we're in California, so we're going to kind of use the California as our as our reference, right? So we got to file things that are called articles of incorporations and bylaws. These are the way that uh, we're basically submitting paperwork to the state of california the state of california is going to do like a little christian blessing type thing they're going to say yes you're approved you know access granted yep and they're going to give you an ein number which is an employer identification number kind of like a social security number and it's essentially that the state of california or your state where you're at is giving birth to this new entity poof right so we talked about that in uh the business entities part one how when you create an entity 
as opposed to like a sole proprietorship. When you create an entity, you're creating a new being, like a new business being. And one of the cool things that you said in that episode was when you think of incorporating, often you think of like a building with a sign, you know, thinking the Avengers Tower, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of a, a building with a sign that has your name on it. Or Titan Tower. Or Titan Tower. <laughs> you know. Or Wayne Manor. Or the oh. Bruce Wayne building. Just going, just throwing out, you know, all the different superheroes. Anything else? No, no, I think that's all I got. <laughs> Fortress of Solitude. No, <laughs> love right. it, love it. Anyway, um, but really, when it comes right down to it, you said this in that episode that a corporation is nothing more than this little binder that has all of your in articles of incorporation, bylaws, etc., and so yeah, on. Some so stock a corporation certificates is, and stuff. It's a, it's it's a, a folder. Binder. It's a folder. I mean, granted, you can pay an attorney or even legal zoom or something like that, and a couple, you know, a little bit extra, and they send you a nice binder. Shout out to legal zoom. Yeah, shout out to legal zoom. I mean, it's a nice binder, right? It's pretty. It's got the company name engraved on the side of it, but it's still a binder with papers in it. That's really what it is. Literally, it costs like thirty cents to make that binder. Yeah, and the paper inside. Like, right. So I that it, that's the value of your corporation right, right. <laughs> i mean not really not really no no you have to <laughs> the value of the corporation then and, and that's you know we were maybe jumping ahead a little bit but that's one of the great things about a corporation is that the value is sellable absolutely absolutely right? and that's one of the advantages to a corporation or an llc or anything like that over a sole proprietorship, you know, when we talked about the sole proprietorship and the general partnership, these things weren't sellable. They weren't transferable. But a C corporation is. So you said already that it's created and approved by the state. Right. Well, you know what? You touched on the on something that's actually, you know, hard to wrap your mind around. How is the sole proprietorship not sellable versus a corporation sellable? Right. Well, think about it from a customer's perspective. If I'm if I'm looking for a contractor. Let's say, right? Let, let's stick to the plumber. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Mario, right? Yeah, we were talking okay, about Mario, I'm, Mario, if, the plumber. Exactly. If I'm, if, I'm tr if I'm looking for a plumber, I don't hire Mario's plumbing company. I'm hiring Mario himself. Okay. I'm buying Mario. I as am a not, sole proprietor. Uh, no, as a customer. I'm okay, talking as a customer. As a customer. Okay. I have a leaky pipe. I need to get services. I'm buying Mario. Okay. So if I'm buying Mario, how can Mario sell himself when he dies, when he retires? He can no longer sell himself. Right. Versus if I have a if I have a leak and I call uh rescue rescue rotor rooters, rescue rooter, whatever, yeah. one of one of those guys, right? Yeah, rescue They're gonna send a tech. Right. But I am not buying that technician. I'm buying the system. The company and the system. Right. And I'm putting my money in the hands of that company. So because they have this established reputation, you know what to expect when you call Rescue Rooter. Right. And that's the difference in mentality that we're talking about here, right? Is if the client is buying you specifically, you haven't built a company that can be sold. You right. bought, you've sold yourself and your abilities, mm -hmm. which is great. I'm not saying that you can that you, maybe you're the best carpenter, best plumber, best anything but it's just you can't continue that skill to sell it forward. Right. Versus right. a corporation, you build the same, you put the same effort, the same discipline into building a true company, an OPR company, 
when people buy from that company, they're buying from that company itself. The value is within that entity, within that corporation. Again, they're buying the system, not the person. Right. They're paying exactly. for the system. Because when you call Mario Mario, you have this relationship with Mario. Like, you've known him for years, right? Since you were uh, a kid back in 1985 and, you know, sat down in front of your Nintendo. And you called him A-B-B-A-B-B-A. Right, exactly. <laughs> Select start. <laughs> Select start. <laughs> um, but, you know, a Roto-Rooter is a system when you call roto rooter there's going to be somebody on the other line that's going to answer the phone they're going to input your information into the system they're going to send that technician out and you know exactly what you're getting and you can count on it right whereas with mario you get the same thing but it's just mario mario answers the phone mario makes the appointment mario shows up and does the work mario collects the payment if something goes wrong you call mario exactly it's all mario so if mario's not there you can't sell Mario's business. So with Roto-Rooter, you call Roto-Rooter, some random person answers the phone. They send out a technician. You don't even know his name. If something goes wrong, you call Roto-Rooter and they send out probably somebody new. It might be the same person. It might be somebody new. But you know the problem gets solved. And that's the difference between building something that is an entity versus something that is sole proprietor. Right. Right. And, and I'm not saying you can't get there. What we're saying is understand the difference and what your end game is. You can spend 30 years, 40 years being the best plumber. But then when you're done, it's done. Right? There's nothing to pass on here. Got All it. Right, All so, right. So back to the C Corp. Completely okay, so, separate en- entity with its own. With its own EIN number. So EIN. Think, of it like a, think of it like a newborn child because it kind of is. Right. right? It's got its own social security number and it's ready to go. Now, um who owns this corporation right that's that's the ultimate well, question i started it so i own it right assuming you assigned yourself a value for a share and you own the majority of the shares a share is a stock it's, it's like a it looks like almost like a certificate you got in elementary school for like a perfect attendance or achievement right <laughs> it looks like that the actual stock certificate right 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 but what it signifies is um, a portion of interest, a portion of ownership within this entity. I own this piece of this particular entity that I've created. So now you can own all of it. Mm-hmm. You can own 50% of it. You can own 6% of it. It doesn't matter how many shares of stock you own. You own that percentage of the entity that's created. So we talked about this in our stocks episode. Right, we were talking about stocks and options, and every time you buy an options contract, it's worth a hundred shares. Right. So let's say that I'm starting a C corporation. Can I just have like one share and say I own all of it? You can. You can do that, but it's not recommended because the uh, the concept behind a C corp is what the end game is. Right. Okay. You, your end game in a C corp is going to be to maybe take your company public. Uh-huh. Maybe get uh, more capital infused by like venture capitalists or right. something like that. You want money to be coming into the corporation, and the way the money comes in from other people is to share them, own, sell them ownership interest via shares. So if you start a C corp and you have only one share, well, that's not going to help you get you know more. You can't money sell influx. that share, right? Now these shares, just because you own 
the uh, piece of the company doesn't mean you own a controlling interest doesn't mean you own any amount that is significant to make operational changes and you can have different types of shares this is where it gets super complicated you can have preferred shares mm-hmm. you can have um, regular shares you can have all kinds of different options when it right, comes right. to how you structure let's this not C-Corp. dig too deep into that that's right. a whole other topic that's a whole, for other, a whole other episode very but. much so but the point is if i want to sell uh, ownership interest and bring more capital into my company mm-hmm. a c corp allows me to do that so if i have a million shares and i just barely start the c corp and i own all million of those shares and i go out there and i work really hard and i make this business very profitable and it looks great on paper and i get somebody who's like hey i want to own a piece of your company i'm like okay cool i'll sell you a hundred thousand dollars a hundred thousand shares for a dollar a piece and they'll give me a hundred a hundred thousand dollars if they deem it worthwhile. Right, right. And now you have an and influx now, of cash. And now they basically own ten percent of my company. They own ten percent of your company. And this is where Shark Tank comes in, right? Right. So when you watch episodes of Shark Tank and they're talking about the valuation of the company, what you think it's worth, um, where their the value comes from, the assets you have on hand, like inventory or or. Um, or tools or whatever factory you mm-hmm. know all these different things or what they're really looking for is their bottom line your net sales right yeah yeah however you're valuing the company it's going to deem the value of each particular share so when they're asking for 10 percent of the company seven percent of the company it's based on how you value the company right right and this is where you know having a c-corp in place helps give that option for an investor to come in and say i want to own this proper this particular company and help out sell me x amount of shares Super cool, super cool. So what are some of the requirements for being or owning a C-Corporation? All right, if you own a C-Corp, you have to act like a C-Corp, right? And a C-Corporation requires that you have annual shareholder meetings because you need to be accountable to the people who are owners of your company. You can't just do anything you want anymore. You've you've asked people to invest in your company, right? and so you have to take into consideration that the money that you've brought in is affecting the people who who are owners essentially of your company. So well, you what know, if what if nobody else has invested in my company yet? What if I own all of my shares? You still have to act because the the state of California said, "We'll give you the blessing, you can be a corporation, you just need to act like one." And one of them requires that you have annual meetings, you keep a log of these annual meetings in part of your binder. So mm-hmm. if you're, you know, so we know that you're acting like a business. You're per, you're actively being a a business in um in good status. Cool. So one of the things I'm just going to throw this out there really quick. If any of you do own uh, C corporations right now and you're having trouble with the uh, with the minutes, one thing that I can recommend right off the top, radar. Absolutely. Okay. And if you log into our website, www.csfirst.com and be part of our E equals MC squared money coaching club. We'll talk more about what the radar is and how we can use it in your business. And if you'd like, we can sit down and have our first corporate meeting to help you structure things like why are you uh, approving the cost of a coach of a coaching program to help you know implement these new services or implement these new business practices or implement this new end game or visions or mission statements or whatever you need to do to get from point A to point B. But remember, you have to have um, annual minutes for the shareholders so they know what's going on in the company, right? I need to know as a shareholder that you are actually using the money that I put into the company in an advantaged way so that 
the bottom line, the profits are being increased or at least we're using the cup, the capital to grow the company. All right. So we have the requirements to be a C, a C Corp. What are some of the benefits? All right. So some of the benefits, your corporation can uh, have uh, ownership of different types of assets, right? So maybe your corporation owns a car. Maybe your corporation owns a building. Maybe your corporation provides a healthcare plan for its employees, right? You just happen and you to be you are one of the employees. One of the employees, right? And and it really comes down to what are you doing with the profits? See, a corporation gets taxed on its profits. It is its own entity, right? Right. So it so has its own tax uh, tax return. It has its own tax return. It's an eleven twenty. It files a tax return. It has income. It has expenses, and then it has a net at the end right so once it has a net it will get taxed on its on its profits right right so when you ever hear you know arguments about corporate tax rates and you know what they get charged for taxes this is what they're talking about this is the corporate tax rate mm-hmm. right and so the corporation will pay taxes on, on its profits though. on its profits unlike unlike the sole proprietorship or the partnership or the llc that passes through Right, it passes through. So those entities file a tax return, but there's no taxes paid on them. Mm-hmm. Right, they gets taxed at the individual level. Right, this entity, the C corp, does get taxed on its profits. So it really is more than the other entities that we've talked about. It really is like its own person, its yes. own taxable person. Almost. Absolutely, now, not a natural person, not a natural person, but an actual taxable person. So how do you get money out of a C corp? Well, there's a couple ways. Well, one of the main ways is you're an employee of the corporation, so you will be paid a salary. Mm -hmm. And since that makes you a W-2 employee, you do pay Social Security, Medicare tax on your salary. Right. Right. But the rest of the money, the profits, can get paid out as dividends. And this is the downside to a corporation is, is that double taxation. Right. So let's say, for example, first of all, you uh, let's let's. Let's put aside the salary thing because most any entity you, you're in, you're going to pay Social Security, Medicare tax on a portion of the income, right? Whatever it is that you're earning, whether it's salary or self-employed, you're going to pay self-employment on everything, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so let's set aside the W-2 income that you pay yourself. The corporation itself pays taxes. So that's tax treatment number one. It's already paid ta- corporate tax on its profits. And then what's left over the profits are paid out to the shareholders as dividends. Okay. Okay. But so really quick before we before we move on, um, what is the corporate tax rate? It varies. So um, I mean I've seen it in prior years up to like thirty four I think percent. Okay. And I think um, I have to double check, but I think the corporate tax rate went down to like twenty percent. So that's just on your profits. If you make ten thousand dollars in profits. What did you say? Twenty eight percent. I think it's at twenty. I want to say twenty percent. Twenty percent. Because so if you make tax rate, if you make ten thousand dollars in profits, you're gonna make, you're gonna pay two thousand in taxes. Right. Twenty percent. Corporate taxes. Corporate taxes, and then on top of that, what's left over? So let's say let's use that as example. Let's say you made ten grand, you paid two thousand in taxes, you have eight thousand left over. Mm-hmm. So that eight thousand then gets dispersed amongst the shareholders. And if I'm the only shareholder, then I'm getting that full eight thousand dollars as a dividend. As a dividend. Okay. So let's say you and get that now, dividend. Okay, go ahead. Right. You get that dividend. Well, dividends are taxable. So when you file your personal tax return. That $8,000 that you got in profits from the corporation, you have to pay taxes on the dividend income. 
So you got taxed at the corporate rate and then you get taxed again on the personal level for that income. Ouch. So that's a double taxation. Right. That's a downside to the C-Corp. That's the downside to the C-Corp. That's the downside. Okay. But the plus side is you have very limited liability to you yourself personally. There's a corporate veil, right, Mm -hmm. where it's you personally doing something versus the corporation doing something. So I want to dig into this a little bit. Uh, we talked about in one of the pri- one of our early episodes. We talked about the PCK business, right? PC mm-hmm. Cruisers, and how it was a C corp. We're actually planning to get into this a little bit later. Um, I think now's a good time. Okay, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. So we did uh, start it as a C corp. Okay, right. and while we're saying that you have a limited liability to the corporation, you personally signed. For a lot of our debts in that right. company, which ended up Coming hurting you and biting you, and you know, and this is the lesson that I learned in entities, right? Because I I did understand that there was a difference between me and a corporation. I understood that when the you know when we sat down with the lawyer and he gave us the different options, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we we chose the option mainly because we were inexperienced, first of all, right? But based on the vision that we had, we planned on being something like Geek Squad is now today, right? Within Best Buy or whatever, we had a bigger vision for we it. had a very huge yeah we had a huge vision i mean we talked about uh, going into lisa tudro's office titlow titlow yeah, lisa titlow's office and be like yep we're gonna be millionaires by the time we're you know yeah exactly in the next five years exactly so we had visions of you know going public and getting uh in venture capitalist money and getting huge infusions so so the c-corp fit what we were trying to do you know ultimately that's not what we ended up doing but mm-hmm. but that is what we wanted to do and so, uh, you know, choosing that option at first was inexperience. It was a little bit of storytelling, a little bit of ego. I mean, we had a lot, lot of we ego. had a lot of things going yeah. into that. I mean, we chose the option not being fully educated about what the different options were. And I think looking back now, we would say that that wasn't necessarily the best option. No, it definitely was not the best option. Now, um, here's before we jump into the why was it not the best option, here's a quick question for you. If we had started as an S-Corp, right, could we have changed over to a C-Corp once we actually started reaching those goals of ours? Actually, it's, a, it's, it's the other way around. Anytime you incorporate, you are automatically a C-Corp. Okay. You have to make a request to be treated as an S corp, as oh, subchapter okay. S from the tax code. So, I see. So you're actually you actually start off as a C. Every corporation starts as a C, but you request to be treated as an S corp. So you know I don't know if I can revert back, but that's a good question to look up. I don't know if I could revert back. I'm gonna look that up. All right, that's an action point for later. That's an action point for later. But um, but we all start as a C. Right. So so in, in this case for PCK, we didn't actually have to uh, elect to be an S Corp. We uh, were essentially were a C Corp and we just stayed a C Corp by default. Got it. Cool. So that was uh, what was your original so, question? Uh, was it the best option for us? Was it the best option for us? You know, I can't say that it was the best option because of where we ended up. And, um, you know, actually, I remember the original question was was. I shot myself in the foot by personally oh, yeah, signing. Oh, yeah, right, personally signing. So, yeah. so I, w- the mistake that I made was this corporation was a baby corporation. It had just been born. 
we literally had processed the paperwork with the state the state approved us and then we went out to try to get lines of credit for this particular entity right and it just doesn't and they looked at us and they were like no, dude you, you've been in business for two minutes would you trust a baby would you give a baby a line of credit no right. you wouldn't right you'd expect them to at least reach eight years 18 uh, 18 years of age right. right to have some experience some knowledge and some some life some skills. life skills yeah. right that's essentially what happens when you have a baby corporation so i didn't think of anything different i i didn't understand what they were trying to tell me at that point they just said, here, sign here. It did have the company name because the company was the primary. I was co-signing for the company. Personally. I didn't understand that concept at the time. So PCK Incorporated, PC Cruisers, was actually the one taking the loan, but Hernan C is the third was saying, personally, hey, if they don't pay their loan back, I got you. I was personally backing it. Exactly. And so, you know, in, in the long run, it probably wasn't the best option. Based on, you know, hindsight being 2020, we probably should have just gone like LLC status. And, you know, until we built something that was bigger and mm-hmm. then we were ready to move into the venture capitalist era, then we could have incorporated something much, much more structured at that point. Right. But, you know, hey young and dumb and that's the way it rolls right live and learn live and learn all right so that was a c-corp and that was our experience in the the c-corp so moving on the next type of corporation now we have an s corporation so like we said before this is an election we uh we are electing to be treated as an s corp it still has to have the articles of incorporation we still have to have um you know our bylaws we still have to get it approved by the state and just like the llc the c-corp and the s-corp are both subject to an 800 a year franchise tax uh board fee that we pay the state of california regardless of how much we make um do we still have to have our annual shareholder meeting for the s corp as well we still have to have the annual shareholder meeting but the tax treatment and it's oh by the way it also has limited liability just like the c corp so we have a separate entity so pretty much everything is the same except for except for the tax treatment the tax treatment so 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 these are the things that you're looking at. So when you come to us for coaching and we look at these different business entities for you, right? One of the things that we're going to look at is what is going to be the best advantage for you and your vision when it comes to uh, choosing your entity. Right, right. And, and you know, for, for CS Enterprises, by the way, we decided to go with an S-Corp. Right, we wanted the we wanted to take the subchapter S tax treatment, which is basically a pass through, just like the LLC is, right? Just like the partnership is, just like the sole proprietorship is. We wanted it to pass through, so so the corporation itself doesn't file any taxes. So we, we as, file an, as an S corp, I'm sorry to, to interrupt, yeah. but as an S corp, this this is where we get the pass through. This is where we get the pass through. So a C corp is not pass through. A C corp is its own entity its own taxable person where an s corp is passed through just like an llc is but it is its own entity but it's still you know its own entity and that protects you with the corporate veil right right okay and so and so the corporation itself doesn't pay any taxes it's an 1120s that it files and and Everything that gets passed through goes through. Um, so if, if I'm a shareholder, when I do my tax return, what ends up happening is I do the profit and loss. And then my portion of the profit and loss go, goes on a form called a K-1. And then it gets sent off to the different owners in the S-Corp. 
And so that's the pass through part. The K one is the pass through part. Right. So this is your portion of the profit or loss. So the corporation makes ten thousand dollars in profits, and the K one passes those profits from the corporation to the shareholders. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so, cool. So you know, if, if there's earned income in this, it's earned income is still subject to self employment tax, right? So like for example, for CSN, you get paid a salary, right? The salary is still subject to self-employment tax. Well, it's actually subject to Social Security and Medicare tax. Okay. Right? So the salary gets the self-employment tax. But the profits above and beyond your salary, those pass through without being subject to self-employment tax. Okay. Which is nice because then they just go straight to your tax return off your K-1 and you pay income tax on them and that's it. And that's that. And that's that. So you still do pay self-employment tax on earned income, but everything else is a return of capital. So it's just comes through to your personal and you pay income tax which is really nice and this is one of the reasons why we ended up choosing the s corp for cs enterprises because because we knew we wanted to set up a salary base for ourselves right and then we wanted to turn around and take our profits and we use it as a holding company really it holds uh ownership in different entities that we have they either hold properties or hold uh, other business holdings or whatever it is so you said you said that a c corp the profits are paid out as dividends. Correct. In an S corp, are profits also paid out as dividends? No, they they're passed through as profits from on a K one. They're passed through on the K one directly so, to the shareholders. Okay. All right. So so and uh, you know it is it is it is definitely very nice to avoid paying the self employment tax on everything that you profit on. Mm-hmm. You pay the self-employment tax on your salary, just like everybody else does. Right. But the remaining profits pass through, not subject to self-employment tax. And not, then if you ever, okay. and then if you ever wanted to sell it, like, uh, like you know, I mean, we're, I'm gonna have kids, and they're gonna get up and age eventually. Uh, you have kids. Yeah, yeah, I do have kids, <laughs> and they're gonna get up and age eventually. Um, and I'm gonna want to pass on the ownership, uh, you know, and I can do that via shares. I can put that shares in the trust if I wanted to. Um, there's de- be- definitely a bunch of different ways. So it's much more it's much more of an exit strategy that's simple to do. People right. are not, you know, when you when you buy our system, when you buy our coaching, it's not necessarily one of us. It's our system in place to help different people do things it's uh cs enterprises holds our real estate holding this is um a holding company that has interest in something that has value and is spitting out income it's not necessarily you know operating on an individual basis if i wanted to sell the company there is a specific value to it and i can sell my shares in the company based on the value of the of the overall holdings got it got it all right so with CS Enterprises, this was the best option for us. For sure. This was the best option for us. Now, we do have some experience with an LLC. We do. We do. Our, uh, our currently and concurrently running. Currently and concurrently running. And we chose the LLC in this case. Um, we chose it because it's a pass-through. Uh-huh. Um, we wanted the members to be the original creators, not necessarily the stockholders. Right. Our members can change. We can have different board of directors to run things. We you know, the members are there as the original case. But if things change, if, you know, situations occur, people can be moved in and out a lot easier than shareholders. 
Okay. Right? Yeah, um, that makes sense. And we elected to be treated as an escort because the tax advantages of just the pass through is, you know, are much, much easier to deal with and much better for us on a personal level. Right. So uh, this partnership that we're talking about, just to kind of give uh, a little bit of background, is our partnership in the insurance company. There are five of us partners. And the reason why, from what I'm understanding of, of your explanation of it, is each of us five partners can decide how we want to treat that tax liability. So it all comes and flows through the LLC. You and I, we run the profits through the CS Enterprises through our corporation. corporation. And our other partners, they get to pick and choose how they want to treat that tax liability, whether it's on their personal income or through their corporations. Right, exactly. Now, is it the best option? Uh, you know, only time will tell. As we continue to grow, though, we may consider going to a C-Corp if we're looking for, like, capital infusion down the road or we want to set up franchises like, a, you know, do we have farms Do we things. have a big vision for this company? We definitely have a big vision for we this company. We have a huge vision for this company. And to that point, you mentioned the word franchising, right? We should probably have an episode, by the way, on franchising. Yeah, that might be something to look at. It's that just, might be something cool. It's, it's definitely so, different. It's uh, There's a lot more legal consequences and setups when it comes to franchising. Right. But it's something that is very systems-based. That's exactly what I was going to say. When it comes right down to it, franchising is a matter of systems. And if we can systematize this thing and have, it fran- have a franchisable model, you know, that's basically the vision that we have and where we want to go. And having a C-Corp would be the best option for that. So make sure, you know, if you're if you're on the fence, you don't exactly know what entity you want. You don't exactly know where you're going, but you're trying, you know, it's something different than what you're doing right now. You know, make sure you hop online, go to our website, www.csfirst.com, S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T. Go to csfirst.com, send us a little memo. I mean, the step one is for you to realize that you want to do something different and you need that additional help you need that accountability you need somebody else to come share with you their own experiences to help you get to where you want to go now's the time to do it get off your butt go to the website get it going we can give you advice okay we can talk to you we can help you guide you along your way but you definitely still need to speak with a cpa and or an attorney to make sure that you are doing things the right way we'll we'll guide you in that direction Okay, but there's a lot of things that we want to make sure that you understand, and a CPA or attorney is going to be your best bet for that. Definitely. Now, make sure you uh, follow along because we're going to talk about mastermind teams so you have people like that in place to help you out and help you get there. So, again, go to our website, www.csfirst.com. Make sure you send us a comment or at least tell us you know what you think of the show. And uh, follow us on Facebook, at csfirst, or on Twitter, Trades on the Road. All right, so that's all we got for you guys today. Make sure you take action. It's the only way you're going to get to where you want to go, and it's up to you if you're going to get there. That's all I got for you. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.